Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Bucky San Medina, and I'm alongside from the band Leveled, Xavier Vacuna. Hello, hello, creatures of the night. Hello. Hell yeah, man. How's it going? Cheers to all. Everything is groovy. Cold and Everything rainy. Is groovy, cold and rainy. Hell yeah. Right. What a combination. Right, dude? Groovy, Triple cold and threat. rainy. Triple threat. Hell yeah. Uh, we had a lot of wrestling happen. I'm pretty excited about that. A lot of yes. good wrestling, too. Yeah. A lot of good wrestling to come as well. Yes, a lot of wrestling since we've last spoken, and there's uh, a lot of great wrestling on the horizon. Oh, jam-packed. We're going to get into Dude, it. We are two weeks into the new year, and 2024 has already been like insane for wrestling. Bonkers. And it's just getting, it's just getting crazier and crazier. Life in general, right? But definitely the wrestling world, too. Uh, did you see that Natalia posted a video of Jade Cargill training at the the new dungeon i did not see that oh actually oh, yes dude, i did she I was doing an old owen wait what was that i saw a clip i did see the clip yeah she was doing an old owen hard spot and it looked pretty good it looks pretty good yeah looked pretty fluid i'm kind of excited uh about jade cargo i think she's gonna debut in the rumble Ooh, look at pretty you yeah, fantasy booking fantasy booking you know, she'll be number 29 right before uh, Mercedes Monet. <sighs> right, after, right after 27, Trinity. Right. Like Trinity, <laughs> Jade Cargo, Mercedes Monet, all like in a row. Boom, boom, boom. Unless unless they pull the double swerve on us and she does actually go to AEW. But I'm, I'm with you. I, I think that. No, she uh, might. But see, the thing is, might. too, is those same people that are saying, or WWE sources said, uh, that she's not going to sign are the same people who said, "Oh, WWE sources said that CM Punk is there." Said no to CM Punk. Yeah, CM Punk yep. is not going to be at Survivor Series. Yep. Remember that came out. Yes. It, well, I, we'll see. And guess who was at Survivor Series? Mr. Punk. Yeah, probably one A two in the back. We just didn't see her. <laughs> right. You want to? Uh, you want to talk some uh, some New Japan Pro Wrestling? Red. We had Wrestle Kingdom happen. Wrestle Kingdom. I love this time of the year, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's Is just Wrestle Kingdom fun. your favorite? I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but uh, you know, I, I hold it up there with like it's like it's like their WrestleMania and it's on it, you know. It is, yeah. Five thirty in the morning or fucking two thirty in the morning. Uh, normally I stay up. I didn't stay up this last this this year. Or the next day. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. for me, the next couple of days. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Same here. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna wait. But I watched it. Like, and I got to watch it in peace. But uh, you know, I just I love, love New Japan. I love Wrestle Kingdom. I do love that style of like New Year's Dash, like right after it. Uh, Who has yeah. WrestleMania on a Wednesday or whatever Thursday? I do. Yeah. You know. Like it's WrestleMania, put it on Saturday. I guess the Japanese do what they want. Yeah, maybe their work week is different. You know? Yeah, their work week every is day. We work seven days a week, so it doesn't matter when we have it. <laughs> we actually have work ethic in Japan. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, what were you like, excited about uh, going into the show? Okay, so obviously I was excited about uh, Okada and Danielson. Yeah. Just for the you know the rivalry and just the showmanship, um, the triple threat, you know Finley, Osprey, and uh, Moxley that was up there. Yeah, and yeah, other than that, 
I was just ready to rock. I was in like, for that triple threat match. I was super excited about that. Did you uh, did you watch the pre-show? I did not watch the pre-show. Did you? Oh, yes, I did. Okay, so no. they kicked it off with what they call a Rambo, which is like a basically it's like a Royal Rumble. Like yeah, right, yeah. And uh, but instead of one winner, there's four winners, hmm. and the the last four remaining participants are all the winners, and they advance to the next day at New Year's Dash. They have a fatal four-way match. I like that. I like that. That I Tony, do too. Tony should steal that. <laughs> yeah, he <hasn't> stole <laughs> everything else, right? Right, dude. Uh, uh, I saw this is off topic. Uh, GCW has a show called uh, uh, the Brass Ring, like Reach for the Brass Ring match or whatever. And yeah. basically, it's a ladder match with a giant brass ring hanging up there. And yeah, AEW stole that too. Yeah, well, I mean, I think they did. It, it seems like it to me. Yeah. That was pre AEW. Anyway, to do. Uh, so uh, this one, the winners of this one were uh, Tajar. How do you say? I always thought it was Tajiri, but it's, there's no arts. I think it's Taiji. Taiji. Taiji Ishimori. I, I always was, I called him Tajiri for the longest time, but then <laughs> when I heard them saying it, I was like, oh yeah, there's no R. Taiji. Taiji Ishimori, uh, Chase Owens, Yano, and Great Okan uh, were the winners of this match. And they, what do they do? What do they win? They go on to face, I don't know, each other. And then uh, uh, there's a couple surprises in this match. Uh, Hayam, uh, Hayato from uh, Michinoku Pro, who I did recognize. I don't really know a lot about him, but he seems super cool. He seemed actually really cool. Um, uh, the way he got eliminated was crazy because him and this other guy, Ease. Izuka, whatever he was, another surprise guy. He's older and he retired, but he's crazy, dude. You're like, oh my god, he's here! Like they were all shocked. Like he's retired. What's he doing here? But him and Hayata were like trying to eliminate each other, and somebody came over. I forget who it was, and just dumped them both out. Oh shit! That was crazy. And they were fighting on the announcers and shit. It was crazy. Love that. They got to rewatch. Yeah. Uh, you probably missed this match then too. Uh, for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Titles, uh, Catch Twenty Two, uh, Francisco Akira and TJP. So Francisco Akira, Francesco, whatever his name is, he did a couple like one or two spots in GCW recently. Oh, good for him! He's getting around. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they defeated the Bullet Club War Dogs, Clark Connors, and Drilla Maloney. Drilla Maloney. Yeah. Maloney Baloney. Maloney. I decided to call him just now. Drilla. Uh, you really missed out on this because TJP's got a crazy new gimmick. Oh yeah. I no, I, I actually caught this one. Okay, okay. Did you see did you see his entrance? TJP? I, I saw the whole gimmick, yeah. It's crazy, right? So he was in so he lost a casket match and he was in a casket for like I think two or three weeks. Whoa. And they just opened it. They're like, We we haven't seen him for like, you know, since December twenty second. And we're gonna open this thing up and see and see what happens. And and he came out and he was like crazy and scary and undead. That explains a lot. When uh where you know what promotion did the casket match take place in? I thought it was on New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh I didn't see it because I'm not really I don't follow them super good. Right. Uh just I just watch the big shows and stuff and, and whatever, but uh that's what they were talking about on commentary. On huh, the English yeah. commentary. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I listen in Japanese commentary. I, I yeah, I I'm like, sure you get a lot of, a lot of the backstory that way. I you know I I don't 
I don't need it. Like, <laughs> I I love how uh, you know when they're in their high spots and like the commentary, like they get hype, and then the crowd yeah, gets hype. Like, like they're yelling and shit. You know, yeah, no, yeah, like you know what's going on, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I think it just brings me back to a time where I was watching when it was like the Bucks and Kenny and. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just I, I prefer it in Japanese. I but mean, I can sit there and watch like wrestling in any language. Like I remember when I was a kid watching uh, my friend and I were watching wrestling in Spanish. You know, and I then, love that uh, AAA AAA uh, Telemundo and shit. You know, yeah. And then my friend's dad was like, "Wait, do you guys speak Spanish?" And we're like, "No, but we speak wrestling." <laughs> Hugo Savinovich. Hugo Savinovich. Oh You're man. Okay. I forgot the other uh, TJP and uh, and uh, Francisco uh, Akira picked up the win on this one. Bummer. I wanted I both. Know, I fucking hate Bummer. TJP. Yeah, I do too. Honestly, I, you know, dude, like his gimmick is cool though. He looks cool. Like I, every time I see somebody who looks cool and scary, I'm like, they should have hired this person to make the fiend actually look scary. Yeah, it gave me it gave me fiend vibes and also but still the fiend's mask is a, just a stupid little like. TJ he was wearing a mask, but it looked like it looked legitimate. It, like it looked like it could have been real. Yeah, I don't like the the capris though. I, I feel like his tights could be like a little harder. Yeah, the capris yeah, make like him look like he's like a painter, like he's painting. Yeah, those like weird claws and shit. Right, dude. I'm like, dude, I don't know. Yeah, no weird, love, no love for TJP, but no, I agree. I agree on that. It's all good. Bullet Club all day. Hell yeah. Uh good match. Let's see. That was that was the first match of the show, I think. Yeah, that was the first match. Nine minutes thirty eight seconds. I, I saw a lot of complaints on Twitter that the matches were short. Um, I disagree oh, that it was like a bad thing that they were short. I honestly. Well, I mean, New Japan. You know, I'm sure the 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 fans expect longer matches, longer and you know, just crazy matches. Yeah, hard. I'm hitting. sure the matches got longer though as we went. Absolutely, we'll see some. We'll see some increase in time as we uh, get. You know. Further down the card. Uh, for the New Japan World Television Championship, uh, Hiro- Hiroshi Tanahashi, the new president of New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, defeated Zack Sabre Jr. to to win the, the television title. So I don't know much about New Japan. Uh, what do you? What's your opinion on Tanahashi becoming the president of New Japan? Do you have Do you have any opinion on that? Yeah, I, I think it's great. You know, I, I think it's always good to keep it in-house. And who better to, you know, be the president of a promotion than someone who has served as talent for the promotion for so many years, you know? And he's their um, ace, too, right? He's their ace, dude. And yeah. I think he's a good face for the company. And from what I've read, the last dude uh, had a lot of heat with a lot of people, including Okada. So it was like, who better? Oh, interesting. Yeah, you know, so... Um, I think it's a great acquisition, you know, as far as, you know, somebody running the company like that. I, I think it's a great get. So hopefully we see some cool shit and some more uh, intermingling. Like he's, he seems like he's got his head in the know, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I believe he needed that title to complete his collection. Which or is crazy. he never won that title or something like that. Well, you yeah, know, of I, course he never won it because Zack Sabre Jr. was the first champion. The first one. I never, I didn't see Zack Sabre Jr. dropping the title. So I was like, I oh, didn't shit. either. I didn't either. To tell yeah, it totally truth. caught me by surprise. But, I mean, it was the president. So hey, I'll take it. It's Wrestle Kingdom. They the need a boss. And if I'm the boss and you're the champion, I get to tell you to drop the title on me. It's okay. Right, right, dude. <laughs> Book man. Yeah, no, those two were really good. Uh, I wonder where Zack Sabre Jr. goes from here. 
hopefully he stays in contention for the title. I, I hope he stays uh, prominent in that, you know, that hunt. And then, uh, well, uh, did you watch New Year's Dash? I watched the match with Danielson and uh, Okada oh, and Yeah. That's I didn't cool. watch it. Uh, I didn't watch it, but I just want to say that I do know that uh, Tanahashi had a, t- a match the next day at New Year's Dash, and after his match was over, uh, he got a little video of Matt Riddle, the uh, the super king of bros, Ooh. challenging him to a match. Yep. Here we'll we go. see what happens with that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I saw Riddle recently go up against Jacob Fatu. That was pretty crazy. Can't believe he went over. Yeah. Dude, Jacob Fatu is on such a losing streak. It's so terrible. Dude, I mean, he's a monster. He can. I feel like he can lose all day and come back, but... Yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next match we saw, uh, Yuya Yuromura defeating Yota. I don't know. I don't say that guy's name. Tasui. Yeah, I think he, I think that's the super tall dude. I missed this match. I want to know. Yeah, I don't even know these guys. I I don't even think I remember this match at all. I, think I probably took a quick nap. I don't know. Dude, the I next think. match, uh, the House of Torture. They're pretty interesting. Yeah, it's like an extension of the Bullet Club. Oh, they're part of Bullet Club. Yeah, it's like a it's like a subsidiary of the uh, Bullet Club. Wow. Okay, like so, the War Dogs kind of thing. Kind of. Hey, so I heard an interview with Jay White uh, from like two years ago. Like you know, because I'm still behind 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that Renee Renee Paquette asked Jay White uh, was about taking over leadership of the Bullet Club. Like what kind of pressures and stresses he had on himself as being the leader of the Bullet Club, and he said uh, the previous leader before him, uh, which was who before Jay White, uh, not Kenny. Uh, Who's after AJ? Kenny was after AJ. Oh yeah, who was after Kenny then? Jay White. I think so. I gotta look it up. Okay. Well, he said that. Uh, I forget who he said, but he said that the last person uh, that was a leader, I can't remember who it is at this point, but he said that they put too much pressure on themselves trying to keep the whole thing together. And he's, he has a new approach to where everybody kind of looks out for themselves. Mm. Right. And, and in that, in that looking out for themselves, it makes the group stronger because you're not like, you know, held down by the other people or whatever. And so I feel like even though Jay White's no longer the leader of the Bullet Club, they're still kind of doing that in a way because they do have these sub, you know, these subgroups. They have the House of Torture and they have the War Dogs and things like that. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. Plus, I mean, dude, the Bullet Club is so crazy. I don't even know who's in it anymore, honestly. It's uh, it's the War Dogs. <laughs> And so, anyways, the House of Torture beat uh, Yumina and uh, I can't say this guy's name either. I know that Shota Yumina. I think that's the one that uh, John Moxley has as his uh, as his protege. Yeah, Shooter. Right? Yeah, that's right, Shooter. He's a pretty good. He's good. He he came into his own. That Moxley rub really did him wonders. I feel like he really got confident in his like character. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool. Cool story. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tama Tonga defended 
the uh, open weight title. Oh no, I'm sorry, Tomatonga won the open weight title. I thought he was a champion. I guess he won it back against uh, Shingo Takaji, who's a former uh, world champion, actually, I believe. Yeah, he's incredible. Tomatonga, last I heard, he be, he's the one who beat Carl Anderson for it, right? Mm-hmm. I guess he lost it and won it back. Yeah, I think he, yeah, it flip flops. Might have lost it to Evil. Might have won it from him. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know how Shingo got it. But Shingo's great. Tom is great. We're going to talk about yeah, Tom. Yeah, 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 yeah. He really is. I really, he's been around for a long time, too. Yeah, they, I feel like they both have. Yeah, no, you're right. They both have been around for a very long time. You know, Shingo's been around. I think about it, yeah. Uh, he won with his move, the DST, and uh, he became a four-time never open weight champion with that. Love it. Uh, Nick Nemeth was in the crowd with his brother Ryan Nemeth, which is pretty neat. Yes. Good old, good old uh, Dolph. I like the report they put. Uh, Nick Nemeth, quote, Dolph Ziggler. Like, we didn't know who that was. Yeah, got to give him a reminder. Have you? Did you see his uh, the vignette that he made for himself? No, I don't think so. You got? I'll send it to you. It's almost like uh, fuck, Evil Dead. I think kind of like it's like he's around like zombies and shit, and he's like wanted. Like the whole gimmick is like he's like wanted. You know Nick what I mean? Nemeth? Nick Nemeth. That's weird for him. It's cool though. It's cool. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll send it is to you. Did he, did he tweet it out? Yeah. Like right after the New Japan appearance. Okay, okay. That was cool. Uh, so, so the move. the Nemeth brothers walked out to the VIP section, and uh, <clears throat> they watched the tag team match. And uh, we'll see what happens with them later on the show, if anything at all. Uh, we had a IWGP and New Japan Strong Openweight Tag Team Championship match as the Gorillas of Destiny uh, put their titles on the line against uh, Goto and Yoshihashi. Uh, for all the gold, actually. All the uh, gold. One of these uh, was it Goto and Hashi that won the? Uh... No, it was. Uh... Yeah, it was. It was uh, Goto and uh, Yoshi Hashi that won the tag league, right? Yes. And then the, so they were already champions going into the tag league, and so now they're challenging um, the Grills of Destiny uh, for their tag titles, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. It's like a world champion entering the Royal Rumble and then challenging the other world champion at WrestleMania. Right? I dug it. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I did too. If it was re- I did too. They're like, we're champions, we're going to enter and we're going to win. And then uh, the Girls of Destiny became the tag team champions of all. Uh, so, do you know much about the Girls of Destiny? Because last time I heard, the Girls of Destiny were not these people. <laughs> They're not El <laughs> Fantasmo and... Uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, Hiyoko. They were Tamatonga and Tamatonga's brother. Yes, and then they acquired Hikuleo at at some point, and El Fantasma was in Bullet Club. Not yeah, this I remember that. He got Bullet kicked Club. out. Yeah, which sucks because I feel like he's the perfect uh, just overall character for the Bullet Club. I'm I'm I like BLP, so I, you know. Um, that's cool he's pretty popular. Yeah. i don't really know much about him yeah he's good canadian pro. dude you know did a lot of like brit wrestling rev pro and lots of new japan and yeah he's killer i wish he was still in bullet club but you know good for him and and hikaleo hikaleo is great he's tall you know ming's uh kid 
So. Oh, that's Ming's Aku. kid. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you know what I just you, found out? You can see I don't know if you know. So this is a GCW independent wrestler. Um, his name is Big Vin. Have you heard of him? Mm-mm. They call him Big F and Vin a lot. He's this big ass motherfucker. Anyways, he played Santa Claus on the GCW Christmas show. Uh, <laughs> it was Santa Claus versus Blake Christian. And Santa Claus lost his hat and his uh, wig and the fans went, Big Vin, Big Vin. Uh, he's 911's son. Really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Nine one one from ECW. Damn, Big that's is his son. Cool. Damn, that's, that's dope. Yeah, I love the lineage. That blew my mind. See, there you go. You know, dude, you know what else blew my mind recently? What's that? Somebody said uh, Bret Hart's finishing move was called the Sharpshooter because he was the Hitman. I like that tweet. I saw that. I was like, I never made that connection before. Mind blown. I don't think anybody made that any fans made that connection before because no, like they're I no mind idea. blown about that fucking comment. Sharpshooter, because he's the hitman. Sharpshooter because oh, he's the hard, dude. Scorpion Deathlock. Get out of here. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. El Desperado uh defeated Takahashi uh to win the title. Dude, so El Desperado. I know him because he came into GCW and he had some pretty fucking crazy death match. Who did he fight? I read about I that. I can't re- remember who he fought. He had, but he had a blast. Dude, his mask was like treaded. It was, cra- it was crazy. It was, it was, cra- I think it was Mox. I feel like, no, no, no. He fought Mox in New Japan. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember who he came in against in GCW, but I remember he, he was a fucking badass motherfucker. And so I'm surprised to see him in like a non deathmatch uh, setting. <laughs> I thought he was more of a deathmatch guy. He likes it. I read I read an interview where he said he he wants more of that. So yeah, I saw it. It was pretty fun. We can hope. That's cool. Well, he became the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion uh, by beating Takahashi. And let's see how did this match go down? Uh, Desperado hit Desperado with a. Uh, that's what it says. Desperado hit the Desperado with a pinche loco. Mm-hmm. This time it was enough to win the match. They What's this time? Pinche loco. What is that? Pinche loco. I don't know. I'm not super familiar with Despi. Yeah, me neither. I, I'm, I'm going to. I want to be though. I want. I want to watch more of his stuff because I really like what I saw of him. Here we go. This is the moment we all came for. Uh, triple threat match for the IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. David Finley. Uh, Will Ospreay and John Moxley. This is like insane right here. I love this. I love the idea that uh, there was there was uh, controversy because Will Ospreay changed the U.S. title to the U.K. title, and then uh, uh, what did Finley do? Did Finley steal it or something? He's he destroyed it. He I don't destroyed know if it. Okay. or not, but he definitely destroyed it with a sledgehammer. Wow. Wow, so that's crazy. And so they're introducing this new global title. Yes. Uh, tell me your thoughts on this match. This was one of the main matches I wanted to see. Uh, they gave him a, a significant amount of time, 22 minutes, 15 seconds. There we uh, go. Lots, yep. You know, lots of near falls. Uh, like you were saying, just the story with the title. Uh, these are all foreign dudes. You know, Finley's, you know, Japan-based or whatever. Um, but... I would say Will Ospreay might be Japan based right now too, but yeah, but right. they're all they're all Gaijin or whatever. They're all Gaijin, but they're you know 
they're they're new japan talent i mean they all are right in theory but uh i think there's just that star power right the star power of the match and i'm a sucker for triple threats i feel like triple threats got a lot of heat but i like that element of uh you know it could be two against one and you saw a little bit of that you know with osprey and moxley you know one thing i thought was a cool aspect was um you know finley and and osprey are more like I wouldn't say Finley's like a high flyer, but they're like they're 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 quicker, they're they're smaller, right? And mm-hmm. where Moxley is more of like a wild card, and so I feel like like these two guys will have a great match, but you put Mo- John Moxley in there, and like all hell breaks loose. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a lot of good dance partners, and uh, just some of these sequences, you know, I I love just that New Japan style of just quick, you know, high low, high low, you know, near fall. Uh, this guy gets this in. This guy gets this in, and then it's like the lull of the crowd after you know the the little golf. Yeah, the clapping. Like, yeah, it, it it was just great. It was a great match, and it was good, really good. Hell yeah! Uh, one thing I did notice that I that I thought was pretty crazy was uh, Finley's finisher. I don't know what it's called, but it is a a suplex. Go to sleep. He picks him up into a suplex mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. he lowers him down onto his knee. And I nutty. thought that was really fucking cool. Yeah, nutty. Yeah, that is really cool. Uh Finley wins the global title. He becomes oh, also we had uh a run-in. Uh the war dogs came in and, and they oh, yeah. just destroyed everybody. They destroyed uh was it this match? This was this match, right? Yeah, that was this match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, With yeah, the, yeah. Uh, they came in and this stuck. is a scene where, where Moxley put uh one of them, I'm not sure which one, do that table. Coughlin, Osprey, Osprey did, I think. Yeah, and uh, and uh, oh, that wasn't the War Dogs, then, right? Is Coughlin part of the War Dogs? I mean, technically, no, but it's the Bullet Club generally, it, it, it's Bullet Club, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the other tag and team. uh, it was pretty crazy that he just like stuck in the table, yeah, great meme. That's gotta hurt coming out, that's like, anyway, suck. like, how do you get the guy out, right? You can't and just pull, you you it? pull him straight up, you gotta, you gotta pull him straight up. But how do you sell that? And he, I think he did a great job. He was just kind of like sleeping, like. I mean, you just sit, you just got to sit there. Really, that's all yeah. you can do. What are you doing? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. It was cool. There were there were a lot of good elements in this match. I had never seen that before. The guy go through the table just like that and just get stuck in it. Yeah, same. That was I am crazy. The I am the table. That was crazy. There was there was moments where you think Moxie was gonna win. You know, yeah. he had the bulldog clutch on for a long time. Yeah. There was moments where he thought Osprey was going to You know, we knew Osprey wasn't going to win just because of his contract status. Yes. In fact, I mean, if you think about it, David Finley is the only New Japan contracted wrestler in this match as of next month. Right, yeah, full-time. The, guys are just, the other two guys are just visiting. Yeah. Yeah, so it, uh, it made sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, it, it puts Finley over. He's a, the new leader of the Bullet Club, and it kind of gives him a little bit of power having this new title. It gives him some clout and gives him something to brag about. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be really good going forward. So after the match is over, uh, he goes out of the ring, and he has words with one Nick Nemeth. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because the little brother was just, like, tagging along and shit. He was, like, just kind of not really, like, part of it. He's like... And then Nick uh, Nick walks over to him and gets him in his face. Dude, when Nick, Nick Nemeth stood up so so uh what's his face david finley walks over and just starts fucking jaw jacking him right yeah nick Nimmin fucking realizes that he's talking to him and nick Nimmin stands up and the whole place is like oh 
the whole fucking crowd yes. just based on him standing up out of his chair. Oh, it, it was yeah. crazy, dude. Commentary just, too. And uh, and and uh, he walks over and he gets in his face and he's like, "Are you talking to me? Do you even deserve to be talking to me right now?" <laughs> and then fucking Finley punched or pushed him, and then they they just started brawling right there. And then uh, Ryan's like, "Stop, you guys!" And <laughs> trying to get on between them. Stop, man. It, it was it was good, and it's good for you know uh, Ryan to get that rub. Yeah, it's good to see for Ryan to be seen on a. Uh, on tv i was gonna say on new japan tv but just tv in general yeah good for him and uh, you know good for the brothers i, I interviewed him a long time ago you what i interviewed him a long time that's ago. that's so cool is he a cool guy yeah. yeah no he's super cool that's cool man i, yeah, I, I think he's cool. he does stand-up comedy so we talked about that a little bit and everything and yeah it was fun it was a good times i like that i think yeah, it's cool for the man. brothers to experience that together as well as artists you know as brothers wrestlers comedians you know you name it come on you're you're at fucking wrestle kingdom with your brother i think it's cool it's it's good dude and they're, they've been so 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 nick nemeth is not allowed to wrestle you know until the end of december right or he yeah. wasn't and, wasn't and yeah. whatever and so what he was doing was he was going on tour with his brother for comedy and he was just doing stand-up and as we've heard from Pratik, they are both really good. Yes. There's not a lot of wrestlers that, uh, you know, the uh, Pratik will give the thumbs up to as far as comedy goes, but those two guys he likes. Yes, that's cool. Some live, yeah. And then he almost got killed by Bully Ray, but that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, we'll save that one for the next one. We'll <laughs> we already had told that story on this podcast. But, <laughs> uh, so, so it's cool for them to be working together in this capacity because, you know, in WWE, they never would be... They would never be in the, in the working together because, like, they're so far apart politically. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they could. I don't know if I don't know if, uh, if 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 a if he came into AEW. If, I guess in that situation, they would probably work together. If Nick Nemeth came to AEW, I mean, they even could in New Japan. I they mean, could in New Japan. Yeah, essentially, they sat down to the tag match. Really felt like he was tagging along, though. <laughs> tagging, no pun intended. Tag him yeah, in, buddy. Tag him in. Tag him in. Uh, it was cool though to see these guys kind of go at it. It was cool to see uh, Nick Nimitz doing something else, to be having a different name. Even just, you know, he's been Dolph Ziggler for so fucking long. Along, almost twenty years, dude. As long as his hair is. Jesus, it's good. It's good. It's good for him to land here feet first. Uh, and it's a know. good place. Like this it's isn't some place. fucking shindy. This isn't some fucking. This isn't an overcrowded AEW. Nope. This is. This is New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom. This is the Mecca. This is the king of sports, you know. No, and this, this is an impact. This isn't, you know, right. and, exactly. you know, no, no fault to any of these, you know, promotions, but maybe it, Shindies, but no, I'm just kidding. yeah, yeah, maybe the Shindies, and you know, but this is a but yeah, good yeah. Thing. I mean, I would love to see an AEW or an Impact, but like just to land here in New Japan on Wrestle Kingdom, that must have been a fucking thrill. Yeah. It's a splash, if you will. Yeah. He made a splash. So. He made, dude. He he got the internet buzzing. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, his run in New Japan, which starts in February. I'm pretty sure. He got the internet buzzing harder than Tony Khan arguing with Eric Bischoff. But ding. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, he's not dog. going to be. He does not have a match at uh, Battle of the Valley, but uh, he'll, he'll probably be there. Yeah, maybe he shows up. Hopefully, we'll see. He'll probably be in the front row, talking shit. Yeah, Finley. Yeah, that was good. That was a definitely a good, um, 
it was a good turn. Like this whole thing, they made like a they they put this new title in there. They put it on Finley. They're giving Finley this new push, and now Finley is going to go up against Nick Nemeth. It's definitely this huge swerve in the story, but like it's great and it, and it works. Yeah, it's got wheels, so I like it. Uh, Okada defeats Brian Danielson. Dude, Dude this match, this match, this match. Far. How long? What was the time on it? Ah, uh, it was twenty-three minutes and thirty seconds. Wow, of just pure are incredible. Uh, one thing I did notice though, towards the end of the match, when Brian thought he had Okada down, yeah, and uh, Brian was in the corner, he started doing the yes taunt, and that was pretty interesting because he hasn't done that since he left WWE, and he was like, and he wasn't doing it like happy. He like looked. He had like a serious, mad look on his face, and he wasn't saying yes. He was just doing his hands, and yep. the crowd was yesing. It was it was pretty interesting. I liked it. Yeah, the Japanese crowd doing it was uh it has to be special, you know. Yeah. Danielson. It was cool. It was really cool. It was really cool. Like he's like he saved it for like a, the perfect moment. He really did. Like Foley, Foley does a thing where he just stand up where he he drops an F bomb once at the very end just to like give it give it meaning, just to like he waits for a good spot and he drops it. Yeah. And uh I feel like that was the same thing with this yes with his yes taunt. He's been holding on to that for for like two and a half years, and he finally fucking found a good spot for it. Yeah, it it was dope. It was a great match. It was probably the match that I was most looking forward to, and just hard hitting. So, how do I describe it? Not long term, like not long term storytelling, right? But ah, uh, the match just keeps you invested. Like it's long, it drags, but you're at the edge of your seat the whole time. You know yeah it's 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 beautiful they have that time they have that platform i just love that new japan style of you know slow and steady wins the race you're making every move count every hold every submission it was great man it was master class it really was these two guys are just incredible absolutely it took two it took two rainmakers well it took several rainmakers but yeah. at the end, it took two Rainmakers to defeat them. And then they just collapsed after the match was over. Beautiful. And they celebrate and they bow. And, 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 and you know, we're talking story. They Look did, the like, a super bow. Like, whether you they put their head down to the mat, mm-hmm, their butts mm-hmm. in the air. Yeah, man. And the story, the feud, it writes and It's crazy because, like, these are probably the two best wrestlers on the face of this planet. Right. And for them to go out there, and they they've been telling this story now for what half a year? When yeah. did he break his arm? If not longer, uh, Forbidden Door, June. So they've been telling this story for almost for like half a year, yeah. and it's not over. You know, these probably no. these guys are probably gonna have a rubber match this year at some point, maybe Forbidden Door again, and like it, it's just it's really good storytelling because it's not the main story; it's like a side story. But these two guys. Or just like these two incredible fucking wrestlers. It's it's it. just it's a dream match it over really and over again, and it doesn't lose its muster. Like it's just great. Where yeah. do you see them? Uh, I mean, because Brian Danielson said this is his last twenty twenty four is his last year being Ugh. a full time performer, which means he'll probably come back for you know maybe twenty twenty five he'll wrestle a handful of matches or whatever. 
But yeah. like, if he's gonna have Okada Danielson three, he should probably do it this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forbidden Door is a good place, but like, I'm sure Okada wouldn't be opposed to like coming in for like a Wrestle Dream or something like that. That too. Or maybe maybe Wembley. Maybe Wembley. Maybe Wembley. Ooh. Maybe they'll throw go. a pay per view a week after Wembley. <laughs> all out. Yeah, all out with the garbage. All out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, all it out. Still yeah. right. It still did all right. But I think, uh, uh, yeah, these guys are incredible. Uh, and then our main event, uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, uh, Naito defeated Sonata. To become the world heavyweight champion. 25 minutes and 43 seconds. Longest yeah, match so on the it card. It did like increase a little by little every match. Yeah, absolutely. At least these last uh these last few. The three main events, honestly. Hundred percent. The yeah. proverbial uh co-main event or whatever, like how WrestleMania does like, oh we got four main events, you know. Right. But this right, is right, legit. Yeah. Like these are these are High caliber main event matches. I don't know these guys very well, uh, but it was a really good match. And I know Naito has been around forever, and yep. like he really like this is like him f- finishing his story in a way. Mm-hmm. Super over uh, leader of the uh, Ingobernables, Sonata being a part of the Ingobernables. Uh, there's that history. You oh, know, they're friends. They're they're in a the group together. Yeah, they were in the same faction. Sonata used to be cool as fuck, man. I, I don't care for the new like you know style. He used to oh, be. Oh, you dope. mean when he was in TNA? What? No, <laughs> well, way after that. Oh, what is okay, that? Okay, okay, right? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was cool. TNA is never the answer. Yeah, that, never that question. Never. <laughs> Especially for uh, you know successful. Oh wait, gender. no, I'm sorry. Uh, Frankie Kazarian. <laughs> Remember when Frankie Kazarian was cool? Oh, he was in TNA? Yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Long hair. Long hair. Long hair. Yeah, long hair, exactly. But anyway, sorry, go on. Anyways. Uh, no, so, you know, I- I'm slightly familiar with the two. I've never been like a huge Nido fan either, but he's super over, you know, good for him. I like him. the hats. I like the hats. Yeah, the hats, you know, the hat and the hair is a little, uh, that's his, that's his, you know, that's his the main reason why I, I really know Naito was because when John Moxley busted on the scene of New Japan, uh, Naito was his second opponent, I believe. Yeah. And he, he attacked Naito on New Year's Dash. Okay. And that's how I was like, you know, let's go. Because that's how I kind of went like, oh, this guy's a pretty big deal um, if John Moxley's going after him. Yeah, I think Jericho had a feud with him too. Oh, you know what? I think I think I'm thinking of Jericho. I was gonna say you might be. It was Jericho's Jericho. second feud after Omega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it was. Yeah. It wasn't Mox. It was Jericho. This You're is right. Naito. Naito. Yeah, yeah. It was Jericho because Jericho. Yeah. Yeah, Williams. Because the the whole thing was was Jericho was coming in for a one off with Omega, and the next day he started a new feud with Naito. Yeah, I think they signed him on for another feud, and he was like, yes. He was super happy about it. Super happy. Uh, after this match was over, uh, Evil and Dick Togo came out and attacked uh, Naito. Yep. And then Sonata saved him, and they were best friends. And they hugged each other, and they pat each other on the butts, and they had a good day. 
that was it. Wrestle Kingdom. And Naito did a little speech. Uh, I didn't know what he was saying, but he was just saying, you know, he's this is cool stuff, and he's going to be a good champion. He's going to bring bring prestige to the company and all this other stuff. I kind of like that the the uh, the English commentary will uh, tell you what they're, they're like. The English commentary is kind of the closed caption. You know, they'll tell you what they're saying and stuff. Yeah. Which is cool. It's cool. I like it. I like New Japan. I, I don't watch a lot of it. Uh, I'm going to watch Battle of the Valley. I'm really looking forward to seeing Julia versus Trisha Dora. I ne- have never seen a Julia match. I know that Julia is supposed to be the shit. She's supposed mm. to be like, when it comes to like women in Japan, Julia is supposed to be like top of the tier. Yep. And Trisha Dora is amazing. I love Trisha Dora. And I just, I, this is like, I'm looking forward to that so much. Yeah, it's going to be a match to uh, typically look out for two top talents right here. Julia is the best. You think Julia's good contract's going to be up in March? She's going to be uh, going to WWE Performance Center? That's what the sheets are saying. Dude, Julia, Jade Cargill, WrestleMania. I mean, <laughs> do it. You just booked it. Hell Fantasy yeah. It's a dream situation for everybody involved. That's it. Except for the yeah. fans. Yeah. They'll be so mad. Like, the internet fans the be so mad, but... And then they put out a banger. We'll see, man. We'll see yeah, where Dude, they would. Out. I bet you. I bet you, what? Julia. Jade Cargo, if you gave him like a few months to like kind of like get to know each other a little bit, I bet they put out a fucking great match. Yeah, they could put out a banger. Yeah, we'll see, man. Whatever, you know, wherever she ends up, good for her. Like you said, yeah, AEW is really close right now. So it's like, how many top talents do you want to put on the AEW roster? And, you know, maybe not. I mean, be right, because they just added Diana Prazo and like, like Diana <clears throat> Prazo is a really big get for AEW. And then Mercedes Monet is possibly going to be there and yep. then there's also talks of trinity uh being a free agent soon and then and then julia is going to be on the market soon so it's like yeah how many big names can AEW really bring in in one little time period yeah and they just brought in aminata they just got mariah may like it, it, yeah yeah jamie haters hurt Britt baker's hurt there's just a lot of you know tiny moving parts here so i don't know and they have ring of honor so i mean they I mean, they have an excuse to have a bloated roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's going to happen on Battle of the Valley? Any any big matches announced for that? Yeah, so you have Will Ospreay versus uh, Okada. Quite oh, possibly. okay, okay, yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, quite possibly uh, Will Ospreay's last time facing Okada in New Japan, if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure New Japan will uh, be able to borrow him every now and then, but. As a full-time member of the roster, it is possibly the last time facing each other, yes. Yes, on paper, you know, th- this is the main event. It's two of the top, top, tippy-top stars. It really is two of the top stars. Right. Maybe, maybe in the world, too. So uh, that's a main event. And then if Okada beats Danielson Osprey back-to-back, that's big. That is, that is big, you know. I know. He's he'll, he'll, he'll have to go to the hospital and beat Kyo Omega in his hospital room. <laughs> Get that be the, the trifecta of wins. <laughs> uh, um, I see Jacob Fatu's in a match. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you have Jacob Fatu with uh, Fred Rosser and uh, Shooter Umino versus Team Filthy with uh, Filthy Tom Lawler and two dudes I do not know. So uh, The West Coast Wrecking Crew. I the West Coast them. Wrecking Crew. There you go. Shout out to the West I Coast. Really, I don't really... I mean, they're okay, I guess. Okay, you guess. 
We'll yeah. let him slide. Uh, Mascaro Dorado, who was uh, who was he in the WWE? Um, no, he was somebody. Lindsay Dorado, right? I don't think so. Oh no. TJP and though. David Finley. Uh, is that a that's not, not a title match though? No, it is just a singles match. That's cool. We have some cool stuff. A rematch for the for the strong tag team titles. There you go, War Dogs. But they swapped out. See, see, it, they like intertwine because that's Coughlin and that's Connors. Oh, so I yeah. thought the War Dogs. Well, maybe the other people still stuck stuck in a table somewhere. There you go. Well, that's who like, was. We stuck couldn't get out of the table, so we, we just got another guy. Well, that's your strong tag title match. So that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Bad dude Tito and Zack Sabre Jr. versus Matt Riddle and a surprise opponent, uh, surprise partner. Uh, huh. That's going to be Randy Orton, right? Mm-hmm. RK bro? Who's it going to be? Hopefully Randy Orton. What you wish. I don't know who, who, I mean, I don't really know who, I can't really think of who Riddle would be associated with in the Indies, but then again, at the same time, I mean, it could be anybody because it's the fucking Indies and there's a lot of people he could call. There are a lot of people he can call. That's going to be a lot of people he could call. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm pretty excited to see who his partner is. Maybe yeah. somebody else who was just, maybe it's Nick Nemeth. Ooh. Doubt is it. Is going to go up against? No, no, never mind. He's probably, they're probably going to save him for uh, for Finley. Zach Sabre Jr. and Bad Dude Tito. That's a pretty interesting team right there. Yeah. TMTK. Yeah. I like them both. That's, I mean, another, I, that's another that's another group that started off as a tag team became a group. That's weird when that happens. Yeah, I dig it though. I dig the faction, I, and I dig that kind of like uh, identity for Zack Saber Jr. I feel like when you know when he was in like Suzuki Gun and everything, it's like, and then I, I don't know if he went to Chaos, but whatever it is, this is good. I, I like the TMDK, you know, faction. Yeah, I do too. I like I, I do too. I like I love uh, uh, Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste. Yeah. Uh, a American Triple Crown Championship, uh, Eddie Kingston versus Gabe Kidd. He's in the War Dogs too, isn't he? He is. Yes. Yeah. So this will be. This is going to be a good, hard hitting match. Oh, that's why. That's why it's Coglin because he's 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 booked to get a singles match because it, it normally would be Gabe Kidd with Connors. There you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I kind of know what's up. <laughs> I dig it. This is going to be a good match. They're, they've been cutting some crazy promos, Kingston and Kidd. Um. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good. Hard hitting. I'm I'm really big on Kingston right now and Bullet Club in general. So I'm happy. I'll take it. Hell yeah! And then Shingo and Moxley. Uh, no, no, DQ. no qualification. No DQ. That's gonna be a fucking oh. barn burner. I'm calling it right it now. Is. I'm calling it yeah. right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's gonna, so be, that's a, gonna be a good card. Show. Yeah, very good card. I got. I mean, you know what? This snuck up on me because I was considering maybe going to it. Ah, up on me. At this point, I'm like, there's too much wrestling. I'm gonna miss if I go to this. Yeah, Dude, there's, gonna, there's so many rest. There's two GCW shows this weekend. Jeez, there's a lot of wrestling this weekend, man. Dude, oh my gosh, they announced it earlier this week. Okay, this is I don't know if you know who these people are, but this is my ultimate dream match. Heavyweight hustle. Calvin Tankman is challenging all heart Blake Christian for the GCW world title. Fucking A. I can't miss. That's Friday. I'm super excited about that. Fuck yeah, let's go. Let's go. Uh, you want to uh, you want to like look at TNA real quick and see what's happening with them? 
Yeah, let's preview. Uh, what is it? Hard to kill hard in to Las kill. Vegas. Let's do it. Let me pull it's up the a card. Weird name. Hard to kill. I like it. I, I like TNA's little. Uh, I, I like it. I like their little names. I like their little fucking pay per view names. Yeah, I'm excited about. I'm excited about them coming back as TNA. Me too. I think it's a good. Uh, it's a good re- refresher. I do hard too. to I do kill. Too. Las Vegas. Uh, so we- we have a pre-show match. We have Rich Swan and Steve Macklin. Good for eh, them. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers versus Eric Young and Frankie Gazarian. Mm. That's kind of sad that that they're in the pre-show, but good for them. They're yeah. on the show, I guess. They got jobs. They're getting paid. Yeah, pre-show. Tommy Dreamer, uh, St- Crazy Steve, and notice qualification match. Now this match has been building up for a little while. Have you been following this at all? I have not. So, so Tommy Dreamer is a digital media champion, and and Crazy Steve won the briefcase to, to challenge Tommy Dreamer, and and uh, he came out. Crazy Steve came out, and at some point he beat the holy bejesus out of Tommy Dreamer. He beat mm-hmm. the fuck out of Tommy Dreamer, and then and then Tommy Dreamer came back a couple weeks later. He's like, Steve, look, we're friends. I like you. I respect you. We have a match. That's fine. Just just come in. Tell me we're gonna have a match. You don't have to hit me hit me from behind, like. We'll have a match, whatever. And then yeah. Steve came out, and Steve was like, I'm sorry, Tommy, you're right. Let's have a match. And Tommy's like, yeah, yeah, we'll have a match. It'll be fun. And then they went in for a hug. And then crazy Steve stabbed Tommy Dreamer with a fork. Oh. And it was pretty gruesome, and and uh, it was pretty, yeah, he just said the fork sticking out of him for a while, and everybody was freaking out and shit. He's like, I'm going to kill you, Tommy Dreamer. And so, so it's pretty I want your title. Yeah, all for some fucking social media Twitter belt. Social media Twitter belt. So that's Great. interesting. It's in yeah. the pre-show. There you go. That's the pre-show for you. Yeah, Tommy Jimmer's an old guy. ECW, notice qualification. It works. He's an old guy. Steve, crazy Steve's around for so long, dude. He really has, and he's I've legally blind. I shit about him. He's legally I don't blind. Know who, I don't know who he was before he was crazy Steve. No idea. I always knew it was Crazy Steve. I know he likes metal, though, so that's cool. Yeah. I sent him my music uh, one. He didn't respond. We have a fatal four-way match for the TNA World Tag Team Championship match. Did you like how I didn't respond to you saying that he didn't respond? Yes, I like that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We have a fatal four-way match for the TNA World <laughs> Tag Team title match. ABC, uh, the champions. Uh, they're the champions, right? Yeah, they're the uh, champions, for sure. Bullet the Rascals. Uh, Speedball Mike Bailey, who's one of my favorite wrestlers, tagging with Trent Seven, which is random and weird. Interesting. And uh, the grizzled young vets who are newly out of WWE, Good Zach Gibson and James Drake. Good for them. Uh, Good for them. I don't know about ABC. Like, what what does that mean? Is it a Bullet Club or do you know? I don't. I don't know what it stands for, but they're definitely ABC, Bullet Club affiliated. Right? I think it's, it's so cool. So how- like. I know my ABCs or what? I know my ABC. Well, maybe because Austin and Bay. I tried to figure that out too. Ace Austin, Chris Bay. I was trying to figure that out too. I was like, well, maybe it's like their initials, but it just doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work. I mean, we'll the only thing I can figure is a Bullet Club because they're like a- Bullet Club guys. They are. They are so, a uh, an extension, if you will. Chris Bay, dude, is fucking pretty phenomenal. He's so good. Ace Austin's good too, good man. Yeah, they're he good. really is. They're a good team. Yeah. That'll be a yeah. good match. Be, this would be such a good match because the Rascals do get some good shit. Ooh. Um, 
and Speedball, Mike Bailey's amazing. Yeah, that'll and be. I a feel fun. like I feel like Trent Seven, along with the Grizzled Young Vets, kind of all have something to prove. So yep. I think they're going to turn it up a notch. Yeah, it's, yeah it's I think good... all around this is going to be a great, fantastic match. Yeah. Um, I think the Bullet Club guys are going to retain. For sure. And it's good to, you know, for the Grizzled Young Vets to kind of get thrown straight into the tag team title picture, you know, upon their, like, arrival. It's good. It, it, is, it, it is. It keeps them in that. Because it know. makes them look like a like a big deal. Like, it's a big Star. deal over there. Like, stop. Hell yeah. I just, it's weird, Mike Bailey and Trent Seven, but we'll figure it out. It is a weird pairing, but I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, Josh Alexander, the face of Impact Wrestling. I don't know about going forward, but he's definitely the face of Impact Wrestling. Uh, taking on a newly acquired Alex Hammerstone. Sure, like, boy. I'm looking forward to this because Alex Hammerstone, like, he's fucking dope. And now he's free. And I just I want to see where he goes because I feel like he'll be in TNA, but I don't feel like this is his landing place. I feel like this is like him just coming in and like just kind of like this is his first stop amongst many. Basically, is he a free agent now? He's done. He's a free agent as of January first, and he has not officially crossed the line. That's crazy. Yeah, good for him, man. Good for him. He's crazy. I still think he should end up with MJF. As That'd be cool. Eventually, yes. Eventually, eventually yes. I agree. No. Once he's I done, you know, that should be his introduction fun. to AEW. There you go. Uh, we have a uh, an X division. Oh, no, I'm sorry, an Ultimate X match for a future Knockout World Championship match. Uh, uh, Giselle aye. Shaw was that? I said, ay ay ay. I like Ultimate X. It's cool. It's weird. It's just scary. To think of all this talent in the ring on an Ultimate X match. Go ahead. Uh, Gis- Giselle Shaw, uh, Zaya Brookside, who's who's I don't know if she's officially there. Or if she's it's a one time deal, but she's doing some pretty good stuff on the Indies. She's daughter of legendary Robbie Brookside, uh, so that's cool that she's going to be there. Yep. Uh, Jody Threat, who I think is a is pretty fucking cool. Uh, Tasha Steeles, Alicia Edwards, and Danny Luna. I don't know much about Danny Luna. She's new. She's a UK person. Oh, cool. Uh, but but yeah. Oh, they just signed Danny Luna too. Oh yeah, she's yeah. She crossed the line. She crossed the line. She crossed. That should be a bad thing, right? It's a good thing apparently. I like it. Living on That's the cool. edge. Uh, I think the winner of this match. Hmm, it's interesting. Uh, I'm gonna go with Giselle Shaw. I feel like she's the biggest star of all these people. Yeah, for sure. And she's also, I think she's also dating uh, the Booker. So <laughs> I don't Scott know. Moore, yeah. I remember reading about that a long time ago. I, I saw some Christmas picture where they were like, you know, like posing together or whatever. Together, forever. Hey, man. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Our next match, uh, Dirty Dongo versus PCO. Uh, this match is not going to be pretty. No. Uh, but it'll, be, it'll be pretty interesting. It'll be it'll be wild. There it'll be entertaining. Uh, it won't be technical, but it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah, it won't be pretty, but it'll be pretty interesting. I'm with you. I'll, I'll be watching. I hope uh, I hope we get the debut of Breeze in this match. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be different. Yeah. I wouldn't hate that. 
uh, let's see, Chris Saban put his is putting his X division title on the line in a triple threat match. Oh my gosh, I did not oh know about this match. This is oh, insane. This Kushida is and El Hijo del Vikingo. This match, oh man, Vikingo, amazing for the this X division title. The X division title. Yeah, this this will be a fucking barn burner. This will definitely be one of the top. I'm gonna go ahead and say one of the top three matches on this card. I'm calling it right now. Man, this might be one of the top three matches of the year. <laughs> yeah, and we're just getting into 2024. Let's see. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, no, I'm excited about that. That's gonna be cool. Yeah. Uh, ooh, as far as a winner to go, as I still say, Chris Haven walks out for sure, for sure. Because unless they give it to Kushida, but they could give it to Kushida because Kushida's there in the long for the long haul. Exactly. I know Vikingo is not though. Exactly. So if it's going anywhere, it's going to Kushida, but it'll probably stay with Saban. Uh, we have the next match. It's going to be a knockout world title match. The champion Trinity is going up against the winner of the Call Your Shot Gauntlet or Battle Royal or whatever it was, uh, yeah. Jordan Grace. And I yeah. feel like Jordan Grace is going over because Trinity probably is on her way out. Yeah, she'll probably do the honors and uh, gracefully toodaloo go ahead to uh go to the rumble go to the rumble that'd be, yeah. so, that'd be cool though that'd be cool to see her the rumble yeah good for her you know yeah. I, you know I, I think i think it was a good move she did a year she you know she did her thing and uh yeah it's time to go home so i, I want I to see her come back as trinity though that'd be cool i do too i do too 100 i feel like she should kind of own that identity and uh you know that's hers Disappointed that she didn't go with Trinity Star because she trademarked the name yeah, Trinity she Star. Yeah, she has stars in all of her gear. Yeah, what happened? She has that? stars in all of her stuff. And like it's perfect. What I think happened was she presented the idea to TNA, and then TNA said, Oh, that might make people think of Austin Aries. We don't want to do that. Mm. I don't know. I don't know, but I read about that. Oh wow, he was Austin Star. Yeah, well, fuck Austin Aries. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, yep. but yeah, so yeah. that's that's pretty cool. <coughs> Excuse me. There uh, is there anybody that you think is going to like pop in as a surprise? I keep reading that people are slated to pop in, but I have zero. Uh, I got nothing. I have no insight. I hope, uh, I hope former uh, Impact. Champion, not Impact Champion, Impact Wrestler Zicky Dice makes an appearance. Okay, he's former. That'd be cool. No, he's not a champion, but he's a, he was an Impact for a while. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's Vegas. Anything can happen. Maybe. I mean, anything can happen. It's Vegas, right? And anybody can be there. Like, you know, just, just one plane ticket away. Uh, let's let's just rattle off names. I don't know who's I don't know who's available anymore right now. I mean, Mustafa Ali can stop by. Oh, uh, he could be there. Oh, he can Nick do a match. Um, Matt Riddle. I think it'd be um, cool to see Nemeth show up. Yeah, I think it'd be cool too. I mean, that list of WWE people. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Shelton Benjamin. I mean, he's getting older. I don't know if he's still going to wrestle or not. But I, I would like to see him wrestle still. I think he's got it. I think he's still got another five years, at least. Dude, I think Charlie Austin. Charlie Haas just wrestled recently. Yeah, I think he's been trying to get back into shape. I Let's think he's a fucking reunion here. Right? Why not? I'm friends with him on Facebook. Like his you like, ask him. Page. 
I, I should. I should just message him. Hey, hey you be in Vegas on Saturday? Oh, can you imagine if they show up as a tag team? Hey, we're Shelton right now. Yo, if they show up in the tag team match. Dude, you know what even crazier? Is if Kurt Angle introduced them. Oh, my God. <laughs> just does the face. Oh, dude, he just fucking, they just be like, ladies and gentlemen, Hall of Famer Kurt Angle. And Kurt Angle comes out and introduces him. Oh, that was, I would love that. Have you seen Kurt Angle's meme machine face? He does this face on Twitter. Like, have you seen that? No, that? I don't know what you're talking about at all. He does this face where he's just like, it's it's the best. I, I have to send it to you. And there's people are just like making it into a meme. Like when somebody says something stupid or I have to show you. Dude, it's he's not perfect. looking very good. I, I mean, I'm not saying he looks unhealthy. I'm not saying he looks unhealthy, but like he is. I've seen some recent pictures of him on Twitter, maybe the memes that you're talking about, and he looks fucking old. Well, I mean, he's old. He is old, but he, you know, and it's so weird, dude. It's so weird seeing like all these people and being old and like seeing their kids wrestle. Like, oh man, yeah. did you know that Vaughn Wagner is? Bo Beverly, uh, son, uh, Wayne Bloom's son. I don't know if that's real. Oh, it's it not. Has, I don't know. It has to be real. It's not like I don't know. We gotta Google it, but I don't know. It's just crazy. <laughs> like just like all these wrestlers that are old now, and then all the ones that are like hella young, and then like Nick Wayne, who's been wrestling since he's like 15, 16, and like Billy Starks. It's just it's crazy, man. It's wild. I know. It's crazy. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about this year. I think you're right. He is Wayne Bloom's kid. Uh, yeah, you're I right. Think, I don't think it's a big show giant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Vince Man's like, you know what you need to be? You need to be Wayne Bloom's son. Yeah. <laughs> <you> over. <laughs> don't believe that. Don't believe that. It's good shit. And you over there, you're Barry Darso's son. <laughs> I could do this all day. Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> Your cook will be where, son. <laughs> this guy Hell looks yeah. like. Yeah. That'd be funny if he just did he walked out the locker room just assigning people like legendary dads. <laughs> hey. Hey you, you're the junkyard dog's son. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, you over there, King Kong Bund, he's your dad. <laughs> well, it looks like him anyways, you know. <laughs> uh, right. Well, I think uh, I think on that note, we should uh, call it a day. We're done here, folks. We're done. We're done. There's nothing <laughs> to see here. Uh, you want to plug your social media? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Lord Xavier. You can find me on Twitter at Xavier Venom. There's a link tree there. There's music. There's merch. There's this uh, podcast here. So go knock yourself out. Thanks for listening. Hell yeah, you can find me across the board at Funky Sam Medina. I got a link tree too somewhere on my social media links. Click on that. Uh, follow me everywhere. And I got some shows coming up, but I don't know what they are. So stay tuned. And PrettyComedy.com. Oh yeah, go check out Pratik. He'll be and he'll be at all the big four probably doing shows around then too. So if you're going to any of the big fours this year, look for a comedy show the day before. Yes, Pratik will be in Tampa and Orlando during the Royal Rumble weekend. So all oh, our friends yeah, in Tampa that's and Orlando, confirmed. Yeah, that is confirmed. You can find that on his link tree and go say hi to him. And I bet he'll be in Philadelphia in April too. Yes, he will. <laughs> Peace <laughs> out. Later. <laughs>